Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another day of Stress to the Nines. It is Thursday, May the 26th, and we are continuing our journey through John's book of Revelation. We have seven trumpeters who are uh, preparing the world for the seventh seal uh, and unleashing what was within the seventh seal. So uh, we heard some of those yesterday, and we're going to pick up some more of them today. We're going to read verses 10 through 13 now of chapter 8 of the book of Revelation. So let's listen for God's word to us today. The third angel blew his trumpet, and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many died from the water because it was made bitter. The fourth angel blew his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of their light was darkened. A third of the day was kept from shining, and likewise the night. Then I looked, and I heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew in mid-heaven, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, at the blast of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So again, our passage is fairly dark, and they will stay dark for the next uh, few days as we read through this. Why would you want to read that? Why would you want to spend your time uh, reading these sorts of things? Well, I think one thing to remember is that this was actually a source of comfort to the people to whom John was writing back in his era. This was a persecuted minority who felt as though they had no power. So to hear testimony of the great power of God and God's wrath and the way that that would upend the established orders of the world was actually good news to many of them. Further, I think it's useful for us to consider how these passages educate us on how we're supposed to read and hear Scripture. It is very popular in our day and age to say things like, the Bible says it, I believe it, that settles it, uh, to take every word of the Bible literally. This is not how we are intended to read Revelation, nor much of Scripture. Scripture is, like anything else, a collection of literary genres. There's poetry, uh, there's law, there's history, there's literature, and then there's myth, imagery, uh, that's supposed to be evocative. Let's go back and read verse 10. The third angel blew his trumpet, and a star, and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. One star can't fall on a third of the rivers in the world or a third of the water. It's not physically possible. And that wasn't John's point. His point was to evoke the images of the plagues of Egypt, the plagues in which the water was turned to blood and made undrinkable. When the sky is blasted here by the fourth trumpeter, he is intending to evoke the ninth plague of Egypt, where darkness covered the earth. He's intending to make those who are in the churches in Asia feel as though they are about to be set free, as the Hebrews were when they were held in bondage in Egypt. 
His intent here is not to tell a literal preview of what is about to happen, but instead to help them understand that they have not been abandoned by God, just as the Hebrews were not abandoned by God. So when we hear these passages that initially seem very troubling and very difficult to us, passages of woe, of suffering, uh, that would be great causes of fear if they were to happen, we should hear in these words of liberation and even words of hope. That even though we in America don't suffer from persecution uh, for our faith, we understand that the world is in desperate need of liberation. That those who are suffering, those who are impoverished, those who live underneath the thumb of powers and principalities, they will have a liberator. And that liberator comes in the form of the God we worship. And the God we worship sent not a lion, but a lamb to us. So there's a lot going on here in Revelation that just a little bit of attentiveness can help to unlock for us. And we can see how these words can be words of comfort and hope. So let's hang on to that today as we pray. Let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we pray for your peace, your grace, and your justice in our lives and in your world. Help us to be instruments of truth, sharing the gospel with our words and particularly with our actions. Help us to be people of love who are compassionate towards neighbor and even towards enemy. In these days of deep anxiety, we pray that you will set us free from our fears and help us once again to experience your hope and your promises anew. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, gang, that concludes our stress to the nines for this morning. Tosh will be back tonight. I'm taking a couple days off, so I will return to you next Tuesday as we will hear what happens when the fifth angel blows his trumpet. And let me tell you, it's a lot. Until then, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace.